Welcome to Hashtag Scripture, your sophisticatedly ratchet word delivery system. You can call us Deliveroo because we are serving you the word, the word of God with extra spirit-filled source. On Hashtag Scripture, we discuss everyday topics informed by an everlasting God. Before we start, make sure that if you have any medical conditions, you sort them out proper right now. All right, love? Because we're not responsible for your health. And we're not responsible for any injuries or accident claims that you want to come and file against us after listening to this podcast. And before we go any further, I'm going to absolutely have to request that you share this episode with everybody who's already distributed to you their Christmas wish list. Um, Everybody who always, and that's actually myself because I have a Christmas wish list. Anywho, um, (laughs) Nisa, share it with me. Anybody who you know absolutely adores this particular season, festive people, and also the Grinches in the world. Share it with your pastor, share it with your youth leader, share it with your family member, share it with your grandmama, share it with everybody who you know likes or dislikes the festive season. So let's get into it. The word on the street is ho, 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 St. Christopher, reindeers, advent calendars, Big pudding, turkey, presents, stockings, elves, Santa's little helpers, mistletoe and wacky jumpers. But where is Jesus? Where on mm-hmm. God's green earth is Jesus? It's Christmas, right? As in Christ, Christmas. as in the celebration of Christ. But where is he? We can't find him. We're looking for Christ. Where he be at? We're looking for Christ during Christmas like we're looking for Where's Wally? And mm-hmm. something needs to change or does it? Okay. Where's, 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 where's Wally? I used to love that show. So I still love it. And the book, obviously. I love the book. Yeah. Today we'll be discussing what is Christmas even? What actually is it? And we're going to give you a checklist of values to make sure that we are celebrating Christmas for the right reasons and in the right way. If there is such a thing. <laughs> okay so this week we're dedicating this episode to mary who didn't have contractions like you know on, on the back of a donkey okay he didn't have contractions on the back of a donkey go through how many hours of labor give birth in practically a zoo okay for you to forget the one that she gave birth to wow. so can we actually just i don't know if we actually, her name. can we please like mary literally went through serious labor you know i mean there's no there was no um anesthesia there was no epidural there's no gas and air that she was breathing in the donkey's butt okay wow. let's us let us be put some respect on mary's name and on the contractions and the labor she went through and not forget the son of god that she gave birth to mary we're looking out for you today you're a real g you, you know you're the real mvp <laughs> literally like because lord but knows. not in the way that the catholic church says it yeah we're not gonna say hell mary we're just gonna say we like you and we respect you and we thank you for giving birth to jesus okay so tina what is christmas exactly okay many popular customs i think we all kind of have a understanding of what christmas is and maybe we do maybe we don't so christmas broken down literally means christ mass okay many popular customs associated with christmas developed independently of the commemorate oh whoa so we all have an understanding of what Christmas is and Christ Mass. But the reason why we're struggling in this particular era is because we are now under the assumption and we have now um, begun to realize that there are many pagan um, or alternating alternative things that are happening during the Christmas season, which is maybe overshadowing um, Christmas. 
Many popular customs associated with Christmas developed independently of the commemoration of Jesus' birth, with certain elements having origins in pre-Christian festivals that were celebrated around the winter solace by pagan populations who were later converted to Christianity. Now, we had the exact same thing when we were talking about um, Halloween and that how the church has kind of adopted it, the Catholic church has kind of adopted it and adopted pagan um traditions and pagan cultures and kind of infused it with some of our beliefs okay we know this already we know that there are some things that we're doing around in and around the christmas season that is not accurate but it doesn't mean you have to be angry and petty and be a grinch all the time and be people like oh my gosh i don't celebrate christmas because it's a pagan holiday celebrate jesus and leave the rest alone let people be happy i keep telling people this just be happy do what makes you happy okay they want to go to church and celebrate his arrival um on earth and thus his arrival in our hearts let people celebrate christmas the way that they want to celebrate christmas as long as they're celebrating christmas and in the fact that they're celebrating christ they want to give gifts to symbolize jesus being the greatest gift to us they want to eat and make merriment yes every minute and every word isn't jesus 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 but they want to eat and make merry because they are celebrating jesus christ now first of all christmas is definitely a Christian holiday. Its origin is simple. It's in the celebration of the day when the second person of the Trinity, God's holy word, was born into this world. That's it. It's a definitive moment in the history of the, of the created world, unlike any other. This is about Jesus Christ and no one else. Hence the Christ part referring to Christ in the mass. Did you know that when you wish someone a Merry Christmas, you're wishing them a good mass of Christ, a good fellowship of Christ, a good communion with Christ. That's what we're supposed to be doing. And yet, for all of this, thinking about the significance of Jesus Christ, thinking about the fact that he's entered into the world, no matter what day it is, it could have been April 1st, it could have been July 22nd, which is my birthday, guys, um, okay? It could have been, no matter what day it is, the celebration isn't of itself a celebration of Jesus Christ. And I think we need to stop letting the pagan traditions and the pagan holidays and the festivals and all the extra, extra stuff impact and infringe on the fact that we are supposed to be celebrating the arrival of Jesus Christ, his arrival onto the earth, and his arrival into the hearts of man um yeah i mean christmas obviously we all know by now that christmas is not actually jesus birthday no that's a given like nobody should be surprised by that anymore except for children it doesn't matter i'm assuming that children are not listening to this podcast um but shout out you if you are hi how you doing um yeah so christmas is not jesus birthday it doesn't actually matter when Jesus' birthday is. Do you know why? Because the Bible doesn't actually mention his birth date. It doesn't. Like, it mentions the date of his death. Like, we pre- can pretty much narrow that down, like, give or take 30 days. But the date of his birth was, it's not really mentioned. We know that it's probably in the kind of, like, early autumn type of time. But it it wasn't, it's not something that is very, it's, it's not emphasised as much as, the death of christ is or the resurrection of christ is like in the other gospels it's only really luke's gospel that mentions the birth of jesus in much detail obviously it's spoken about in i want to say there's one more gospel that i've spoken about in probably mark i feel like mark's really short i feel like it i feel like mark's gospel contains everything but in like a minute fashion yeah (laughs) um 
No, it's not Mark. Maybe it's Matthew. It must it's be Matthew. done then. Is it Matthew? Mm-hmm. Okay. Matthew chapter one um, okay. to two. Oh yeah, because John is uh, in the beginning was the word and the mm-hmm. word was God and the word was God. Okay, so um, <clears throat> yeah, so as I was saying, like it's only even mentioned in two of the four gospels. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not, if you don't know about the birth of Jesus, it doesn't make you less of a Christian. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not that, t- it, it doesn't have that kind of significance within Christianity. Obviously it's been now kind of like blown up for maybe for capitalist reasons or whatever, um, but here we are. Um, and I want to make it clear that yes, as, T- um, as Tina said, Christmas is a kind of like assimilated from a pagan celebration. Fine. But we have to understand that when Christians come to a place, they come to come and obviously shake the table, turn the place upside down. They come to remove whatever was there before and inject Jesus Christ into it. That is the job of Christians. That is literally the one job that we have. So obviously, if you come to a place where they don't have Jesus and they're celebrating some kind of pagan God, of course, you're going to tell them to stop celebrating that pagan God. The issue then becomes that if you leave that thing a vacuum, we leave those days a vacuum, everyone's taking that day off work. They're going to just fill it with something else, debaucherous, if you're not careful, <clears throat> which is the kind of struggle that the, the early Christians, well, not the early Christians, but um, when, when did Christmas first start? Christmas first started in 200 AD. Okay, so the early Christians then, fair enough, mm-hmm. um, had to deal with what do we do instead of this this pagan celebration that everyone is doing? What can we fill this vacuum with so that it doesn't get filled with more satanic, demonic, pagan things? Um, Luke eleven twenty four to 26 says, When an unclean spirit goes out of a man... He goes through dry, he goes through dry places seeking rest and finding none. He says, I will return to my house, which I came from which I came. And when he comes, he finds it swept and put in order. Then he goes and takes with him seven other spirits more wicked than himself. And they enter and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. So if you're just going to remove pagan holidays and you're not going to replace them with other things, christ-like things things of christ things of jesus things filled with god then what are they going to do it's going to come and gather uh, 10 times worse of a celebration that they will now be going and you know doing um sacrificing children and stuff like that so rather than all of that i'm sure they were probably doing that anyway to be fair but rather than doing all that why not put jesus there what's the what is the problem like i personally i mean i personally don't see a problem but i can kind of understand why some christians do have an issue with it but then it's like then just don't celebrate it's not by force do you Mm. know what i mean um i'm not a particularly festive person she's not a festive person she's not a birthday person she's not any kind of enjoyment person it's not that i don't do enjoyment i just do enjoyment all the time instead of just on my birthday or just on christmas or just on easter i'm not the type of person who only celebrates my mom when it's mother's day or only celebrates a relationship when it's valentine's day in fact i'm absolutely against valentine's day personally but i prefer to spread things out throughout the year i don't think that's a crime i just think that's absolutely fine i like and it's it's one of those things that if someone wants to celebrate christmas they can if not then what's the problem yeah just do what you want to do like tina said be happy if not doing something makes you happy then don't do the thing if it does doing it makes you happy then do the thing and obviously within reason guys i'm not saying like okay if murdering someone makes you happy then go do that that's not what i'm saying and you know that so let's not let's not go there um 
I, I mean, I, I'll caveat this by saying that I've never been a Christmas person because my dad qu- died on Christmas Day. So I'm, I've never been like, oh yeah, let's go and like raise the roof on Christmas. Like it's just never been that kind of occasion to me. But it doesn't mean I'm like morose and somber and going sackcloth and ashes on Christmas. My family still celebrates it. My mum celebrates it. My brother celebrates it. And I'm there. Do you know what I mean? It's not like I'm like, I'm abandoning my family on Christmas Day. Like, oh, I don't celebrate Christmas, so I can't be with you. Like, no, like just chill you don't have to have your own christmas tree or sing your own christmas carols if you don't want to but should that mean that you should forsake the brethren and forsake your family and the gathering of the brethren because you don't like christmas no it doesn't um so what is christmas christmas is a time to yes it's a time to celebrate christ if you want to if you like me and you celebrate christ every day cool if you if you um celebrate christ more on christmas then cool doesn't matter it's really not a big deal but Christmas should be a time where we're encouraging ourselves at least to celebrate Christ in Jesus name. And then I just want to read Colossians 2, 16 to 17. So let no one judge you in your food or drink or regarding a festival or a new moon or Sabbath, which are the shadow of things to come, but the substance is of Christ. And I want to then um, suffix that by saying that Christmas isn't even like the shadow of things to come. It was the actual thing that came. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. Jesus is the actual thing that came. So yeah, let's all kind of yeah. chill. Another thing is that a reason why it took a long time for Christmas to to catch on in terms of celebrating the arrival or the birth of Jesus whenever that day may be is because for most part, most Christians... Um, decided to celebrate and saw more importance in celebrating the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ yeah. as, as opposed now, to, yeah as opposed to as opposed to his arrival on earth and which is fine you can be one of those people who be like okay he came whatever day he came is not really important but what was really important was the he fact came, that he and then he went he Likes came to from heaven okay, to that's earth not what I was singing. I was singing a more ratchet song. The way <laughs> from the earth to the cross, my dead to pay. From the cross to the grave, from the grave to the sky, Lord, I lift your name on high. So, yeah, so they celebrate the death and resurrection of Jesus as more of a serious time than the birth of Jesus, which I understand. So, if you're of that same mind frame, fine okay it's absolutely it's absolutely fine but what you're not going to do i think is negate the fact that he did come you know and that for some people they want to celebrate his arrival and oh then and that's okay just let people do what they won't do news flash (laughs) okay news flash nativity scene is banned in case it offends one of the four Muslims living in a Belgium town. I, so I heard about, um, I think I heard about this or another place where they banned the nativity in, um, a specific school because it caused too much offense. Now, just the nativity scene, not actually Jesus has inside. Jesus hasn't come into the school, just the figurine. Okay. <laughs> just the figurine. I love baby Jesus. The, not figu- even Jesus on the, cross, <laughs> the figurine caused offense. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Causing the nativity scene, causing offence in Belgium. A traditional nativity scene will not be put was not put up in Belgium. This way, is this recent? No, two thousand fourteen. Okay, so in two thousand and sixteen. Sixteen. recent enough. In two thousand and sixteen, a traditional nativity scene was not put up in Belgium this year. That year, um, and amid claims that it was scrapped in order to avoid causing Muslims offence. Now. But can I just say that Muslims believe in Jesus and the virgin birth? 
This is why I pause. So I don't because I don't understand. Maybe it's atheists that they didn't want to offend, but it can't be Muslims. What my issue is, right, with things that people seem to be offended by when it comes to Christ. Or offended on the behalf of other people because when it comes yeah, when it comes to Christ is if you don't believe it, why does it cause so much offense? Mm. Okay. Um if you because don't, I don't feel complain like that I don't believe in right, Santa Claus. Exactly. So why do you have all these Santa Clauses if, around? If, I'm so if offended. You think that there is no power in Jesus or in there is the power in the name of Jesus to break every chain. Break every chain, break every chain. Sorry. So if you feel like there's no P O W U E R, she knows me too well because I blatantly would have started singing again. Like there was absolutely no denying that I would have started singing the exact same song from the exact same place again. I probably would have sing longer this time. See, she knows me, guys. We can't deny that we don't know each other. You can't deny it. Oh, that song's got a swear word in it. I can't sing that one. Wow. Okay, if you think that there is nothing within this whole Christianity thing, then us putting up a nativity scene shouldn't cause you to be offended what is the offense that people will see the nativity scene and remember jesus there and choose to accept christ as their personal and savior but if you don't believe in his power then what is the issue okay i don't understand why everything that a christian christians do and does causes so much offense when we literally most christians literally seek out to not offend not like me and for me or for me and I, where we want to offend you. We want to shake tables. We want to slap you with the Bible. We want to slap you with the word of God. That's our intention. Every week we talk so that you can be offended and choose Christ more and more each day. But if we now decide to put up an image of the baby Jesus, a goat, cattle, Mary, (laughs) uh, uh, three wise men, a star and a shepherd man, why is that such a problem? Why does it cause such offense? Is it every day I'm offended? I don't, I don't necessarily get it. And I, to be honest, personally, I don't even feel like, oh my gosh, it's causing offense to Muslims. I think people are just trying well, to... But it can't be causing offense yeah, to Muslims I feel like Muslims they just, believe in Jesus. I feel like they're just trying to They don't believe in the way that we say do, he was born, but... They're just trying to do what they want to do and let it be like okay it's just we're doing it for these these people really it's actually your agenda exactly it's your agenda it's got nothing to do with anybody else this is just what you wanted to do call a spade a spade because we're too old for this now we're too old and this is 2016 we're too old for you pretending to be doing things and be like oh yeah in the name of equality in the name of free speech in the name of equal rights in the name of um freedom from oppression and freedom from coercion we're not the nativity scene is not going to coerce anybody. And if you can have tinsel and Santa Claus and reindeer around, then I don't. I personally, if if you honestly believe that Jesus is not real, then how are they different? How is a nativity different to Santa Claus and his reindeer? And the tooth fairy, like there are certain things that we don't believe in. And but it doesn't offend anybody. It's not you're not crying about mm. it. You know, I mean, I absolutely want to believe in unicorns because I'm I'm princessy like that. But other people don't believe in unicorns. I'm not gonna cry. Oh my gosh! I, I wanted mean, she to, might cry. I'm not I wanted lie. to throw my my um, my niece a unicorn birthday party, and absolutely nobody would let me. And I was so upset. <laughs> and she almost I, cried. I actually was so upset. In the end, I just got her unicorn cake, and I was really happy with that. And she smashed it, and it was great. You know what I mean? But I'm not gonna be upset because you don't believe what I believe, or because I'm telling you what I believe through picture form, literally through image and statue form. That you know now we have to have a big issue. Oh, can we not? 
What do you think about um, like them taking nativities out of schools and stuff? I don't get it because I my son goes to a non-denominational school, right? And in his school, his school is maybe like 90%, I'm going to say, maybe not 90, let's say 80% Muslim, mm-hmm. okay? Um, his school's in Westminster, it's 80% Muslim. And his Christmas play isn't about the nativity, <clears throat> it isn't about um, Jesus. His Christmas play is pretty much uh, a winter um the season festival and amalgamation of so many different things but the undercurrents there of christ okay yeah. it's a very much a de- de- definite clear undercurrent there of a christmas story the christ mass story now they don't have a nativity scene i don't think they've I don't think i've ever seen a nativity in his school but that's probably because because i woke and i don't be up in there looking around and stuff there might be one um i particularly I particularly am not I'm not swayed either or either in in either direction because I don't feel like not having a nativity will offend the Christians and I don't feel like having a nativity scene will offend non-Christians I believe that my child knows what the season is he knows why Christmas is important and whether he sees when whether he passes by um a baby Jesus or not on his way to the dinner hall isn't going to make that much of a difference for me for him personally um would I like to would I like for his school to have one I guess, but it's not really a thing. Like it's not for me. It's not a thing. Maybe that's because I'm not very like extra. <laughs> I'm extra with certain things, but I'm not extra, and I'm not gonna be like, okay, the schools that's ninety percent Muslim should absolutely have a huge, massive nativity scene with with electricity that's directing towards it, with flying saucers and everything on top of <laughs> flying it. Flying saucers. Like, I don't. Like, can you actually explain <laughs> to me which nativity scene has the flying saucer in it? I don't necessarily I particularly think that. that. Oh, is that the star? yeah yeah um i don't i don't necessarily particularly think that is necessary but each to their own man i'm not going to be offended if it's not there neither are neither will um other muslims i think the muslims in the school be offended if it is there they have to be tolerant of all faiths and all religions so when we're doing when they're having christianity talks when they're having um, muslim talks when they're having hinduism they literally respect each and every religion and i'm happy with that because it creates an awareness it creates um tolerance and it creates an acceptance of the people around you if you are hell-bent on having one particular thing always and appeasing one particular person you create radicals um and you create radicalism and that isn't that's an even bigger issue like teach an acceptance and teach tolerance and teach an awareness and a knowledge of all things and let everybody just be happy when they get to their house their parents can do the rest mm-hmm. i'm not expecting exactly. my school i'm not expecting my son's school to teach my son about the ins and outs of christmas that's exactly. my job exactly anywho that's why i don't get why christians get so offended when stuff does get taken down or whatever it's like okay but there's other ways to um to preach jesus right? right and there's other ways like because that nativity it's not like you're standing in front of the nativity and saying like okay guys so this is when jesus was born and this is what happened you're not going to stand there all day and mm-hmm. tell people what it actually means mm-hmm. so the people who don't know what it means are not going to learn and the people who do mm-hmm. who are either offended or not offended it doesn't make a difference to them because mm-hmm. they already know mm-hmm. so i mean like the nativity is not an evangelistic tool i mean the actual scene maybe the actual story is but not the actual just like ornaments yeah and, and 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 also with with christianity with christians we have to be careful of idolism and it's not mm. that we're not going to be worshiping this nativity scene we can't pray to it we can't worship it we can't make it the central focus of of our devotion to god so therefore whether it exists or doesn't exist isn't necessarily that much of a big deal we have to really do 
definitely be careful of idolism because it's so easy for us to literally just, um, it's so easy for us to just be like, okay, we have to have this. And if we don't have this and it's not Christmas, eh? Mm, like okay. really? No. Yeah. Okay. So a checklist of values, um, making sure that we are celebrating Christmas for the right reasons. I think definitely, um, if you go through your whole Christmas season and you haven't prayed once, you've got an issue. Mm-hmm. If you haven't made any attempts to go to church, um, to actually, um, thank God for sending his only begotten son into the world, you have an issue. If you're focused more on what you're going to eat, what you're going to wear, your work Christmas party, um, the presents and all of those sort of things, you have an issue. Really, one of the things that I like, I like about the Catholic church, one of the things, because there's not many that I like about the Catholic Church is um, with their preparation for Christmas, with not necessarily the Advent calendars, but the Advent season, which literally you is literally for four. Copied this for me. <laughs> Where <laughs> did you did it? Where? <laughs> no, it's why I'm joking. Oh, um, <laughs> I'm really looking like what? Um, which is for four Sundays before Christmas, they light candles and they pray. They um, there's four four things that they think about: peace, joy, hope, and love. Okay, which is the four gifts of one some of the the gifts of jesus okay so they're preparing for the arrival of jesus by focusing on love focusing on peace focusing on joy focusing on hope they give um they give to charity they they clear out their 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 homes and prepare for the arrival of jesus some of them do okay and i like that you prepare you actively prepare for the arrival of jesus christ if you're not doing that if you're not really thinking about the season if you're not thinking about you know the conversations that god and jesus would have been having before jesus was born i think about that i'm like mm-hmm. okay so jesus and god is sitting there like jesus god is like okay listen like you know you're gonna have to go and to do this thing like you know are you ready for this are you ready to be are you ready for this are you ready to be a man are you ready to you know are you ready to do all of this are you ready to you know what the next 30 years is gonna be like 33 years is gonna be like like think about jesus if you're not thinking about jesus if you're not thinking about how you can share christ with people in this season you know in most churches they they um they do homeless outreaches or, you know, feed a hot chocolate or whatever it may be just to share Jesus in that particular season. If you're not thinking of ways to share Jesus, then also that's also a problem. Our f- first and foremost concern has to be acknowledging Jesus Christ, acknowledging his arrival, acknowledging his ministry, acknowledging his life and acknowledging his purpose. Everything else is an add-on. Great. You want to eat chop. I'm Nigerian. My mom is, my mom cooks, my mom cooks for three days. Okay. Like there is uh, so much food in the house. She actually, we're still eating Christmas food in March. Okay. Like we have to mm. freeze most of it. Can I tell you a story guys? Listen, when obviously me and Tina have known each other for a long time. So I remember maybe about, maybe about four or five years ago, Tina, had a christmas tree in the house until easter <laughs> until easter and i have photographic evidence because i had <laughs> levi point at the calendar his christmas calendar that he had made to show that it was actually april and i don't understand that the christmas tree was still up in april because i'm that kind of person why i put the christmas tree up first of all christmas eve okay um i put the christmas tree up christmas eve because i don't have any presents until christmas eve because i'm lastminute.com right and then who has time or energy to now be whittling down those bristles no, those bunches until april. i don't you have, didn't have time, time or until energy april. Nah, that's you know that I can't april do. is like five months i'm after the christmas. person who will pack a suitcase and will not unpack unpack that suitcase for weeks like that's the kind of person i am i can't undo things i can't I can't, I can't undo 
I'm like pulling up. It has to stay. What man has? What God this has put it. together may no man put us under hashtag scripture. That's why we call down. it hashtag scripture, guys. Listen, I can't take down this. The, somebody has to come and do it because I'm not doing it. April. Somebody has to come take down this Christmas tree and somebody has to unpack the suitcase. April. It's too much. But April. Yeah. So guys, Jesus is the reason for the season. Oh yeah, I like that saying. Um, yeah, so I'm not obviously like basically everything that Tina said, but I'll just reiterate it because we got some time to kill. Um, <laughs> I'm not a fan of Catholicism, but I definitely agree with the sentiment of having times where we pay extra special care to consecrate ourselves to God, especially for those of us who find it hard to embark on that kind of spiritual cleansing alone, um, or for those of us who enjoy like that kind of corporate time of prayer and fasting. It's great to have places in the year where they know definitely, okay, this is when I'm going to do that, and this is when I'm going to do that. I like that about the Catholic church that's one of the thing about non-denominational church or charismatic churches where they don't necessarily have um that kind of structure throughout mm. their year mm. not saying that they need it i'm just saying that it's one of those things that you know we can learn from each other or whatever so i really appreciate the um the kind of like lent period and the the advent period i don't necessarily practice them myself mm. anymore because i'm not catholic anymore but i definitely agree with the concept of consecrating yourself in preparation for like this time of like holiness and stuff because that's what the jews did it the hebrews did it like the israelites did it this is this is the type of thing that we need to be doing and if you're not going to do it of your own volition or you know ask your um your peoples your people them to do it like just from your own thing then it's nice to have a church that will do that and encourage you to do that um so with advent like they're kind of like main scripture is almost like mark 1 3 which is the um be the voice of one crying in the wilderness prepare the way for the law and make his pathways straight hmm? Oh, mm-hmm. from the original Isaiah 40 verse 3 because you know the Old Testament yes. <laughs> yeah. um, and yeah so um, I think it's a really good time to focus on consecrating yourself and having a spiritual cleansing it's the beginning of the year um, well the you know the Gregorian calendar year um, so it's like it's um it's a good time to kind of like take stock reevaluate slow things down you know you get some you probably have some holiday if you don't work in retail take time um if you don't work in retail you'll probably have holiday so you can just take some time and you know kind of evaluate your year see what's got to be done see what you didn't do this year and what you can do for next year see what you can do more for christ next year see how you can dedicate your life more and submit yourself more make it a time of prayer make it a time of fasting those are all given things, which sometimes a lot of us don't actually do that, even though it's kind of like a, well, it's probably quite an obvious time to do it. Do you know what I mean? Um, so that's, that's definitely something that we can try and do. Um, another thing that we can definitely try and do is whether or not you agree with Christmas or you like Christmas or not is undeniably a good time to evangelize to people because Jesus is the reason for the season and people are always going to be talking about him it's literally named after him whether people want to be saying happy holidays or merry Christmas they what, know what time Xmas. it is hmm. whatever they say they know what time it is they know it's about Jesus nobody can deny that so all these people are like oh it's all pagan and this that and the other but you can't deny that a lot of people 30% of the world minimum are thinking about Jesus at this time so it's a really good time to say okay what can I do to um, spread the word what can I do to in- introduce people to Jesus when it's a time where everybody is thinking about it how can I correct people on misconceptions about Jesus how can I introduce people to the love of Christ how can I be the light in the darkness this is what we can do around um, Christmas what else can we do like Tina said 
acts of giving, acts of service. We can feed the poor. We can, um, we can, we can give. We can spend time with people who are lonely. One thing that we don't realize is that Christmas is one of the, um, like the Christmas season mm. is one of the highest rates of suicide seasons in the year. Mm. Um, it's one of the most depressed seasons. People are most depressed at Christmas because some people don't have families mm. and everybody's now coming to celebrate, oh, family time. Da, da, da. And some people don't have families. Some people are lonely. Some people are by themselves. Go and try and find a scheme or some kind of voluntary work that you can do around Christmas because people really need it, especially around the season, especially when, you know, it's the shortest days of the year. There's no light. There's no sunlight. We know how this can affect our mental state. Go and try and be nice to people. Try and give to people. Try and show that love of Christ. This is the perfect time to do it. Um, what else can we do? Yeah. I and like just it. don't be gluttonous. Yeah. I think we oh, have a really big difficult. problem with gluttony. I don't want to see your Christmas list and it's got, you know, thousands of thousands of pounds worth of gifts on your Christmas list. Mm -hmm. Go and give that thousands, thousands of pounds to charity or tell your friends to donate to charities in your name mm -hmm. or whatever. You don't need anything. This Western world, yeah, you actually don't need anything. I've said this before. If you have Netflix, you want for nothing. You don't actually need anything because if you've got £10 a month to spend on Netflix, then you don't actually need anything because Netflix is not essential. So like the poverty line in this country is like, do you have a TV? If you do, then you're above the poverty line boom like that's what i mean it's obviously it's not foolproof but do you, do you understand what i'm saying like in in the western world a lot of us have a lot of things and we take it for granted and then we want more and more and we're accumulating all this stuff black friday comes around and we're shopping for stuff that we don't need um boxing day sales comes around and we're shopping again even though we just did that same shopping on um uh on black friday and then New Year's comes around and we're doing that saying, why are we always attending these sales? What is the issue? What don't you have? We literally want for nothing. Like you don't need 20 TVs. You don't need eight laptops. You don't need a new phone every three months. You don't just calm down. Let's stop being so gluttonous and let's focus on other people. Try and try and um, dedicate some of that budget that you would use to buy in gifts for yourself or for your family to people who actually need it. Cause we actually don't need it. We don't need it guys. Praise God. Uh, th this week's sponsor is Christmas hymns. I love Christmas hymns. Like I, I said, I'm not Christmas a Christmassy carol. person, oh, but I Christmas hymns Christmas are my carols. jams. I love Christmas hymns. I love Christmas um Christmas carols or Christmas songs. Like I think it's they're just so joyful, and they're so, they're so, Christmas is such a time of hope. Like whether or not you are a Christian or not. The, that holiday season is a time of hope it is a time to take stock it's a time of like there's all the lights even though obviously i disagree with all of the whole like you know let's just put all of these lights everywhere and run out the electricity and you know destroy the planet but they're doing it anyway so it's pretty to look at there's all these things i love it um and you know, Christmas hymns are like amongst the most beautiful of hymns and just generally Christmas music, as corny as it might be, is super cute. So get your um, your super cute Christmas um, albums out and just enjoy yourself. Do you know what I mean? Um, one one album is specifically that I want to shout out is Rachel Kerr's Christmas album. I can't remember what it's called, um, but if you just type in Rachel Kerr into SoundCloud, you'll find it. And it's literally amazing. And I dare you to listen to it and not cry. I actually dare you. I dare you. I triple dare you because it's actually so amazing. And her voice, yeah. Woo! That's all I can say. Just woo! That's it. Yeah, go and listen to that. Do you want to read the hashtag scripture? Oh, hashtag scripture for today. <clears throat> 
Our hashtag scripture for today is Luke chapter 2 verse 11. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a saviour who is Christ the Lord. Today a saviour has been born to us. He is Christ the Lord. Okay, for me, do you want to pray? Lord, we give you praise, we give you glory. We thank you for this time of reflection, this time of peace, this time of hope. We pray in the mighty name of Jesus that you will comfort those who don't have comfort in this time. We pray that you will give hope to the hopeless in this time, mighty God. We pray that you will help us to help others in this time, almighty God, that we will not focus on ourselves, but on you, oh God, and on others. You've you've charged us to be servants lord so we pray almighty god that you give us the capacity and the resources to serve and to give almighty god Mm. may we look outwards this christmas lord and not focus on what we can get but what we can give just Mm. as you came not to get anything from us but to give yourself your whole self to us let us not forget that in this time almighty god heavenly father let us not forget what you came here to do let us not focus on money and food and gluttony but let us focus on you oh god we fix our eyes upon you the author and finisher of our faith almighty god that this is a time to celebrate that you came lived showed us how to live showed us how to be holy showed us that righteousness is possible showed us that we can have a relationship with jesus and it's not uh, with christ um with god and it's not dependent on what we do because he loves us regardless you taught us how to repent almighty god heavenly father and you taught us grace and mercy not only that we could obtain it but that we could also give it out to others we thank you for forgiveness of sins we thank you mighty god heavenly father that you are just gracious and merciful we thank you lord that you are a loving god and we thank you that this is a time that we can spend with our families and really just have a good time lord we just give you praise and give you glory in jesus mighty name amen Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord. I really wanted to do the soprano, and I realized that the soprano is actually mad for that song. So I wasn't even going to try and embarrass myself right there. there. But you have to go lower then, because... Oh, come, that was the same, that's the same key. Oh, come, Christ the Lord. Yes. I love Christmas harmony. Christmas harmonies are actually the one. Like, I don't think you actually understand. I think we should only sing Christmas songs just all the time because I don't understand why we sing, we only sing Christmas hymns at Christmas because they're applicable every day, are they not? So we can actually sing Christmas hymns all the time. And okay, I know this is coming, like turning into a musical, but then one of my favorite Christmas hymns is, Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night. Of our dear Savior's birth. Anyway, fall on your knees. Anyway, I'm not going. But um, yeah, guys. Okay, guys, we love you. Merry Christmas. May you enjoy the season. Our Christmas treat to you was a shorter episode this week. Yeah. <laughs> so you can spend time in prayer. Okay. Um, Merry Christmas. Enjoy the season. Enjoy Jesus. Share him. Love him. And you can find us on no shorter. 
I'll do it anyway. You can find us. Uh, you can find us everywhere, child. By this time, if you don't, okay, you can find us everywhere. Um, hashtag scripture on Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Podcasts, HT Scripture on Twitter, our website, www.hashtagscripture.com, Patreon, patreon.com forward slash um hashtag scripture she <laughs> forgot the name of the podcast i'm actually done <laughs> guys this is the last episode because she forgot the actual name of the podcast right, that I'm, we've been doing for like hanging. seven years i'm absolutely hanging on for their life um also yeah so support the ministry because we will be supporting other ministries and um, we love you with the love of christ and we are happy that you have made it hold on wait. so glad i which oh no that's different okay so we love you <coughs> why what did we not have a what i was thinking where's our episode that says maybe happy new year <laughs> okay that's actually january 1st so <laughs> so okay cool okay bye guys <laughs> i did it